Welcome back to Latinas Watching Bravo. Guys, Potomac is here. I'm so excited. We have Sara and Shar with us who live in the DMV area. So we are going to get into it because this first episode, we had a lot. There was a lot going on. Um, so because we had the intro, uh, usually we we kind of just revisit with the women. I don't know if um, I have a lot of questions for the moms on Ashley Darby's uh, apartment. <laughs> I don't know if you guys want to start. Go for it. The floor is yours. Um, I mean, no judgment. Ashley? I was going to say with Ash's apartment, we also have a toddler. Um I feel like they live kind of an in-between like old life and toddler life kind of place. Um, but she actually lives very close to me. So I feel like that's the style like of city living with kids, you know, for us who haven't made the move into the burbs yet. <laughs> okay. So that's normal, right? On Twitter, people were like, you know, saying stuff, but is that common? I mean, a, like for me personally, like I grew up in New York city. I'm a New Yorker. So yeah, that's to me. That's not it's not, city not life. The ordinary. It's city life. Like I grew up. I when I was little, I grew up in an apartment building. Most people do. If you're if you're a city person, now, um, like she lives in in, in an Arlington area where it's a lot of high rises and condos. I mean, that condo is several million dollars. So. Yeah, yeah, and she lives um, and not just nice. like in an apartment. She lives in the penthouse for sure. She's got that top level yes. with like the views all around. Oh, you know? nice. Yes. Wow. It's, it's a several million dollar condominium. Uh, so it's it's really nice. Um, I don't know how much space because they if you have noticed, they never show the bedrooms. Right. It's always like the living room, at least in her house. It's always the living room, dining area, maybe a little bit of the kitchen. It's never... Because there's uh, there was one scene where they showed the stairs. There's like a you can go upstairs. There's like a, a little like turning staircase in one of the scenes. I don't know. I think it was last season. Um, so I mean, I don't know. It, it it does seem a little crowded with a lot of toys, but you know, with, with one toddler and another one on the way, it's that's how it, that's how life is. It works. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys feel first seeing them? Right. I thought it was exciting just to see their confessional looks. Were you guys excited too? I was like thrilled. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, eyeballing Giselle. Did she really get a, a stylist? Y'all said, because That's, I don't know. That was the word on the street. I, I, I think they've taken, if it's true, They've gone the other direction and it doesn't work. The either. looks <laughs> that were being served were lukewarm. I guess I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah she had Senora vibes going on for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I wanted to start with Ashley because of the the mom questions. You know, what do you guys think on Twitter? A lot of people were like, Ashley, sweetheart, bless your heart. Because she hasn't had sex with Michael in four months and she didn't really address it. Right. She just it kind of is what it is. Yeah, I'll think about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said last time, I try not to like everyone. You know, does whatever works for them in their relationship, whether it's a marriage, you know, or partnership or whatever. But as long as she she seems happy, like she's maybe it's because she's you know excited for her second child. Um, like she doesn't seem, at least at this point, to me to be worried and. I'm like, good for you, girl, you know, be happy. (laughs) She's happy with her baby. Um, It seems like at least in fatherhood, um, he's stepping up, you know, and providing for them as far as like emotionally and 
you know, being there, spending time with them. Not that we had a choice during quarantine and stuff like that, but um, I cannot say, I think someone asked her, right? Like one of the producers, if he's been faithful, or maybe I just read that somewhere. Um, and she's like, yeah, I think, I think it's all good. I can't speak to that, but um, I wish her the best. Cause she's a mom being a mom is very hard um, add in COVID. Um, so I just hope that as far as being a mom and having, you know, postpartum depression, which she came out, you know, and talked about that a little bit last season, um, or anxiety that she seems to at least be in like a happier place, even if it's just her, <laughs> and her babies. <laughs> and just because I'm not married and I'm not a mom, um, is, is that, and I know stuff like this is normal, like even as a single person, but like, as a mom about to deliver, I would assume that would be normal to not have sex that long, but I could be totally wrong. You know, married couples might be like, girl, you're crazy. You know? So what did you guys think? That's an excuse. I mean, I mean, every woman is different, but I mean, I had sex right past my due date because, you know, that's supposed to help with the, you know, encourage the baby. to. Yeah. She said it too. Ashley, she said that. Yeah. So that's, that's an excuse. So that's interesting. And that's what a lot of Twitter said. The majority was like, nope, <laughs> lies. So that's why maybe you don't want you. to. That's right. Maybe you don't want to, but <laughs> I can't blame her for I'm sorry, Ashley. He just creeps mm-hmm. me out. So, yeah, I know. And the only good thing of all that was I love um, little baby Dean. He's just the cutest mm-hmm. little peanut. <laughs> He's yeah. so cute. Yes. I like seeing and she seems Dean. like such a good mom. Like she has so much fun. You know, if you follow her stories and stuff, she's always taking them on adventures and, um, you know, having fun and dancing and stuff. So at least she seems to be thriving <laughs> with her babies. That, I know. I like how you said that earlier. <laughs> she she may be the only one happy with her babies. And that's that's it. <laughs> that's enough. Exactly. <laughs> I think a lot a lot of people can relate to that. Um, I kind of started with her, but there's a lot to unpack with the. Uh, Giselle and Candace, who I was dying of laughter, her mm-hmm. opening shot where she's singing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> of course she is. Of course. Of course. Of course she but is. when we get to Wendy, I have something to say that I've been dying to tell you guys. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. We will make our way to yes. Giselle. Yes. Giselle and Candace, what did y'all feel about that whole sit down and Jamal and COVID? <laughs> the break. Or the breakup of Jamal. That, that's what Giselle says, right? That they broke up because of COVID and distance. Excuse. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Definitely an excuse. We all could see that coming from a mile away. I mean, when Monique pulled out the binder, um, there's <laughs> right? no coming back from that. Like it was all aired out. And there's, I mean, and apparently he was denying their relation. You know how they flashed all those like headlines from yeah. tabloids and tweets and stuff. So not looking good. Yeah, and for her to like sit there with a bold face in her senora coat and just be like, COVID, it got to, and we're like, oh, had nothing to do with all that went down at the reunion that was just on the marathon 20 minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Giselle. And then I counted 14 minutes before she threw her first dig about Candace, about being 48 and finally getting her own home. 14 like, minutes seems pretty like, good for <laughs> yeah. her. Though. She's trying. <laughs> that's what i thought it was a lot she she waited a lot longer than i i thought um what do you think of the new house candace's new house the mansion 1.1 million did i read that right Mm -hmm. something like that right definitely in the million Mm -hmm. not bad for owens mills (laughs) oh i'm not a fan i'm not i'm not not trying to throw shade sorry for anybody listening in owens mills just saying Um, 
<laughs> I know. I mean, is that couch mom friendly? Because I felt like it's not. What do y'all think? Or is that fine? It just, I just felt like that's a lot of white and stains, <laughs> yeah. right? I guess it depends on the material, but I, I feel like with her kids, I mean, their kids are older. It's not like she has a toddler running around, you know, with sticky hands. She can probably get them to manage. Yeah. To stay I was a also, clumsy kid. I dropped everything. I was one of those. Um, um, it seemed like she had a tray. Did you see she had two trays on the couch, like look like for trinkets. So she probably just makes them keep everything, all of their <laughs> stuff, like in the specific like tabletop type tray. What did you guys think about her bonus mom moments with, oh, first of all, those kids, I was like, are, do we have Latino children? I have Yes, searched. that was my first yeah. thought. I was like, yeah. Mm, the yeah. I was like, the, yeah. the look, the name. I am searching high and low for baby mama, uh, whichever baby mama is baby mama of these babies. And the only thing I could find is in the comments of an old, old, old post, someone said they look Latino. And then he said, yeah, definitely they get some of that from their mom. So I was like, okay. do we have That's a Latina? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the little girl looked, I mean, looked Latina. I was like, for sure. Okay, yes. And then Mateo, right? His Mateo. Yeah, the yeah. names for sure. And obviously the looks. I was like, okay. So if any yeah. of our sleuths listening, um, find that, send it to me, DM. I'm, I'm, I've been trying to find her baby mama and uh, I can't find her. <laughs> But I was excited about that. What did you guys think about her scenes with the bonus kids and doing the math homework, which math was very complicated this episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh. Um, I actually, I, I wrote down some notes so I wouldn't forget, but I noted that it was actually nice. I'm not a huge Candace fan. Um, I go up and down with her a Yeah, lot. none of us are. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Sorry, Candace. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, it was nice to see her putting someone else's needs, you know, kind of ahead of her own and seeming like she seemed genuinely like interested uh, in like making a connection with them. I mean, I know people play up things for the camera, but I felt like, oh, okay, this is a side that makes you more human to me. Like, okay. Same. That was my thought. I highly dislike Candace, but with the children, um, it was sweet. It was cute. I thought it was a nice side of her. Sana's yeah. like, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Moving on. I don't know. I, I guess because I struggle with the term bonus mom. I don't know if I really like Oh, tell that. us that. I would love to hear I that. I don't, because my ex-husband is remarried and, uh, you know, and I, like, my daughter just calls her quote unquote stepmom by her first name. And so the stepmom calls her just by her first name there's no bonus daughter or bonus mom or stepmom so I prefer that my this is just my personal preference so I'm not sure about bonus mom or bonus kids I don't know if I like that term I love that you said that because as a single woman watching that I was like oh wow um I wonder how that would feel on the other end of it because you know, these are not her children appearing on TV, which I'm sure they had to have permission and consent. Yeah, she probably had oh, a for sign. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. She had a but sign. then it's kind of like, both. yeah, I, I wonder what they call her. Um, I'm sure they just probably call her Candace. But Candace. I, yeah, I doubt they call her anything related to mom because that I feel like as a mom that's kind of a slap in the face I mean that's right not rational but no it perfectly is I mean I'm super jealous of like 
just dumb things. I, I can't imagine yeah. something that I created and pushed out of my body. Um, I would lay claim to that. That's all, only mine. <laughs> I will say, obviously being, you know, the mom sphere, you hear things. I've heard people choose. I mean, this usually is probably between both parties, but to use that as a title or find a different title than stepmom because of the connotation from like Disney movies, like the evil stepmother. Stepmom. So, <laughs> yeah. Some people have chosen all, to like witches and we're all growing moles on our noses. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sarah's like, some are not my fault. <laughs> yeah. You just took the words right out of my mouth. So I'm just like, no, Girl, I she's can a stepmom. <laughs> no, she's a stepmom. No, there's no bonus mom here. She doesn't get an extra mom because there's only (laughs) one mom. That's right. Okay. There's only one mom. Sorry. 100%. I can't imagine calling anyone besides my mom, mom. So I understand that completely. No, there's no bonus mom. You don't get an extra mom. (laughs) Sorry. I'm very passionate about this. As you should. It's a very special relationship between the two women, you know, the mom and the new wife to, to have that. absolutely absolutely that's what I mean I I look at it from a child's perspective even though I'm a grown adult I cannot imagine calling anyone besides my mom mom uh absolutely not even if it was her dying wish Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wouldn't uh who else do we go on to now oh the big robin and 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 uh juan dixon scene oh. i have i have opinions let us know lady <laughs> oh my goodness so we talked about because everyone loves juan right and he's so cute uh, yeah. and we always you know kind of root for them to get back together which they were starting on the path whether for the show or not <clears throat> but with the whole conversation it bothered me so much because as we all know you don't have to be a mom necessarily to have experience you know feeling depressed or anxious or you know just not yourself during quarantine and she on top of that she is a mother and it seemed like he was very quick to gloss over I mean obviously this is just a small portion of their lives and this is just what's on camera so they could have had you know conversations where he's sounding more empathetic and caring but in this like small conversation we saw at the smoothie place, he seems to just kind of like harp on it, like get out of bed, stop being so lazy instead of like caring or being like, you know, do you, are you okay? Like this is a tough time for everyone, you know, kind of digging more into why she might be depressed. Um, And then he pushes all that aside to then just lay on top of her, like that he wants all these daughters and he's like a baby girl, a baby girl. That's what I want. Like I could see us with baby girls, like, before you go there, like slow down. Like you got to take care of the woman is the vessel. If she's not in good mental health and you're not like catering, making sure that she's centered, you know, and like in a good headspace, how are you even talking about more children? That just bothered me personally. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. I tweeted out like, she's clearly going through a depression and a lot of us went through that and yes. how dare you? She's the mother of your children and you want all these kids. And are you helping her? Like, um, I think men- mental health was such a great topic to relate to this because sometimes it feels that way and you just don't know why. And it took me a lifetime to figure out that when I couldn't just get out of bed and I just was sleeping hours and hours, that was depression. I had no idea what it was. And, pe- you know, like in my mind, I was thinking I was just lazy and I was like beating myself up about it. And then it's yeah. a cycle. You feel awful. I agree. Same. 
Um, I yeah, mean, so I was just they should just get friend. married and like a baby girl. I'm thinking, well, one, you can't guarantee that your third kid's going to be a girl. That's so <laughs> that whole conversation. Obviously, you make boys, you know, because it's up to the man. Um, right. So how you how are you saying? Oh, you want a girl? You want a girl? There's no guarantee, really, that you're going to get a girl. You know. Right. And then I thought she must be so stressed out, <laughs> you know, because she's also what, 40, 41. And we know scientifically, like, although, yeah, mm-hmm. women are having babies later now, um, but there's still a risk factor. Right. Mm-hmm. I think after 35, that's what I was told anyways about my my own situation. Like the older yeah. you get, you know, I just, uh, he bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And we had just sang his praises the first episode. See, that's why I always do that one first. Because <laughs> we never yes. know what, what they're going to do. That was my tweet. I am oh. so glad Juan Dixon is not here right now. Because we are angry <laughs> at him. Dead on. Yeah. Yep. And then I was laughing that um, the only funny part about Juan in that moment was um, him with the mask. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not taking any chances. But notice he that didn't tell fun. her anything about not wearing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he's survivor by himself. And he's like, I'm not taking a risk. <laughs> um, that was funny. And then we move on. Who did we meet? Oh, our grand dame. We see Karen mm. and Ray <laughs> with the nude interlude uh, invitation. I thought that was sweet. I loved um, the opening of her talking to her plants. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wrote that note, plant mom. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I loved it. <laughs> so many plant moms felt seen on Twitter. I thought it was so cute. Um, very real again to our, our pandemic situation, right? And I, I just loved, I love Karen just coming for Giselle. And when she started with that prayer, oh, she just killed me. <laughs> She's like, I pray for Giselle every day. And then she does a quick prayer. Oh, <laughs> I love Karen. Um, that was sweet. She's looking for the wedding dress for her daughter, right? Yes. And her and... um. Her and Ray, what'd you guys think about that story that he made her give the ring back? I need more details. What? And the producers were so shady, young guy. <laughs> <Young Karen. laughs> <laughs> oh, so shady. Um, that was actually kind of funny. So she leaves without telling him, which I need more context to that. And when mm-hmm. she returns, he says, Give me my ring back. And that's interesting. I, I don't know. I found that very fascinating about how they started their journey. Also, where did she go? Like she said, she right. went out of town. Right. <laughs> I'm like, well, where did you go that he got mad? Like, I need more details. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So that I think that's it for the intros. Right. Did I miss any of the ladies? No, no, uh, no, not really. And then we start getting ready for this nude interlude. Right. So now yeah, we having to watch her dance again was <laughs> I thought of no. you. <laughs> like, why? I was like, oh, uh, she's going to hate this moment again. <laughs> also, I laugh because, what did Eddie say? He made some dig at her about her kitten heels. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Slight shadiness <laughs> while holding the dog. Yeah. Um, I love that intro of them. And I have all these questions now because as we get now into the second half, which is Mia and the nude interlude, um, it's all about her mommy makeover, right? Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Wow, she had a lot done. I think she looks amazing, though. I love she it. Does. And she looks, looks so amazing. happy, which she is really does. the best part. 
Like, I don't know if it was just like bronzer and highlight also, but she literally was radiating. She was glowing. She looks so beautiful. Yes. Her body's that second on point. season glow up. I For know. Real. Second season glow up. Her she doctors did it right. killed it. For real. And doesn't uh, Karen say that? She says, let me know who the doctor is. I'm not mad at it. Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> also, okay. So I, I don't know if you saw this. I'm sure you repost a bunch of stuff, but when they're when she was in the room with her doctor, they were clearly touching her stomach, even though she didn't mm-hmm. outright, you know, say all that of was my question. Had done. Mm-hmm. Um, and he touches her and he's like, we have some swelling here. Um, mm-hmm. So they made it seem like or all of the editing, even throughout the evening, made it seem like she didn't come clean about everything. But Wendy posted or she tweeted that she actually said it and the producers cut it out like they edited it out of the episode, which is interesting to me. Well, she did say that she said she admitted she had done the BBL. So she did mm-hmm. get enhancement to her booty. But I don't know because I, I don't know anyone that's ever done it. Does that have to do with that waist part? Because I did notice yes, that waist part. Because oh, you have fat to out of you. a Brazilian. Okay. Yeah. A Brazilian butt lift. They take it. You have to have liposuction done to get the fat oh. from somewhere else in the body to put in your butt. If you don't want an implant. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So they had to get liposuction. She had to get lipo from somewhere. That makes sense then. Yeah, I'm sure they sculpted things too while they were in there. It's not just like, you know, casually. Right. That's a lot of major surgery. Like, let's just point out. That really is. During COVID, to have all this done during COVID, during things, I mean, boobs, lipo, BBL, that is a lot of recovery time. It is. No it better isn't. time than when you're going to be stuck at home, right? I was just about to say in my real life, I had two friends that saw the opportunity and were like, I want to come out of this looking hey. different. And so <laughs> they each uh, had surgeries done. And I was like, are you crazy? It is, it, and then where I'm from, El Paso, um, Texas, right? Like we were a hot spot. And I, and I was like, you're mm-hmm. really going to like gamble on this? They sure did. And they had things done and they had their mommy makeovers. And they're like, just wait when I come out in a year from this, y'all won't even know. Oh. So I guess people were taking advantage of being MIA, right? Being completely mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she did have the BBL in case anybody missed that. Uh, that's listening. She admitted it. And that was after Robin being shady. I didn't even notice that. I had never noticed that she didn't have a booty in season one. But I guess people were noticing. <laughs> that, um, we noticed it after that screenshot. Right? <laughs> yeah. Shady, as yeah. always. The producers always <laughs> get to the bottom of it. Always come with the receipts. And so now we're in the car. Um, what did you guys think about this first conversation with Mia and Karen? And I was thinking of y'all because they were driving forever. Well, oh, see, that's, and that's what I was going to say. I was going to say to you guys, didn't I tell y'all last week yep, that Wendy lived like super far? And then and I now I remember she lives in a place called not to call. And I'm not going to give you the name of the town because I don't want other people, you know, to, I don't want to put her business completely out there. But she lives in Carroll County, Maryland, which is almost to the Pennsylvania border. So it's past Baltimore. I'm just telling you how far she lives. Like she's almost out of the state of Maryland. Wow. So almost to the Pennsylvania border. 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, That's they had long conversations in those cars. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> uh, that, and then Giselle was upset about it, right? About how long mm-hmm. it, it took. So I was thinking of you guys. And then they put the little yep. map up. And I was like, oh, shit, that is really far. Um, I but can't imagine yeah. filming, you know, having know. to be there for like an hour and then having to turn around and drive all the way back home late at night after, you know. I know, because this is like now not including dinner time this is not like a five six hour event right just like two hours driving hour and a half assuming you don't hit traffic um thank goodness they give them drivers yeah they don't have to like concentrate on the road right that's true um so then we see how the women walk in and the instructions were to appear nude so i was very curious as to why Ashley went in white, but you know, she's about to deliver. So I I give her a big pass. Um, But (laughs) I thought it was sweet with her little feet and trying to like put on those heels. (laughs) I felt that in my soul. (laughs) (laughs) That was like, as a viewer, I was also like, no, why are you doing this, Ashley? It's just a bunch of girls. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Let your little feet breathe. <laughs> uh, my heart went out to Ashley. Like, yeah. imagine feeling the stress of like, how, well, and you guys do. Yes. Um, you know how you feel. Does it feel like you want to partake? Of course. You know? And like, I, I've done the exact same thing where I show up and, you know, wearing some awful or like house shoes and then switch real quick <laughs> just to, for the pictures. Uh, <laughs> and then spend so the whole sweet. night sitting. No, my heart went out to her. I feel like anyone who's pregnant can wear whatever the hell they want, however long they want. And they all yeah, and have kids and we're like, no, honey, no. no right? Honey. Oh, mm-hmm. and even me that I've never had a baby, but like now having lived in D.C. and having had to walk before I knew you're supposed to carry a change Oof. of shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm like, no, no, everyone should wear what their feet need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I thought that was really sweet of the women. And actually, Messy Giselle, I thought it was especially sweet that she got on her knees in her little leather outfit and like scooted yes. over there to try. And it was so, so I thought that was sweet before Giselle rains fire. <laughs> but um, was there anything else with the introductions before we get into the dinner of it all? Um, I like where, where, where like they sat in the living room and like Mia couldn't do the math. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that was right? too good. Yeah, I was trying 36. to do the math too. Um, first of all, do we believe she's thirty six? No, <laughs> mm, questionable, but also I could see it, and just right. the fact that maybe a lot of work done or like filler sometimes can right. give you the opposite effect. Age you. Yeah, yeah that's what too. I thought. This might be a glam 36, which is harsh because like yes. Kylie Jenner looks 40. Yeah. And she's only 23 or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood 36, I'll say. Regardless of how we feel about it, you know, I love how she came out and just owned everything that she hundred percent. Loved it so much. I'm here for her. Like I'm ready to see <laughs> where she goes from here a hundred percent i loved it i loved her i love just i love how she just sat there like she knew all of them for years and um everything just kind of rolls off of her and and when when and i was surprised wendy was kind of being shady with her 
right in that deflection. She went in right away. Yep. She's like, well, what have you have done? Because it looks like you've had a lot. I was like, ooh, ooh, she didn't like the pressure of them (laughs) continuously asking her, well, what else? You know, like just complain about. We've clearly had multiple procedures done. I know. Like we can all see this, and she and Wendy should know. That's the name of the game with the housewives. I also thought it was unfair. And I tweeted this when Wendy asked her, how old are you? If you don't mind. I was like, oh, flag on the play. That is not housewives. Uh, they they do not ask ages. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I didn't like that. I was like, then everyone else should go around and give their damage. Um, <laughs> but that's when I realized I was a Mia fan. And so I was doing the math. Um, Ashley Darby's 32. Michael is 57. He's almost 60. Uh, Karen is 57 and Ray is 70, 72 or 78. I think there are a 13 year difference. And then Mia, he's well, allegedly, right. She's 36. And then I looked him up and, oh, what did she say? He was 68. Right. So it was just mm-hmm. interesting. The yeah. big so. gaps in all the marriages. Cause then Ray and Karen also have a large, age gap almost those 20 years but i don't know i just thought that was interesting about their husbands um i haven't done too much of a dive on mia did you guys have any other thoughts on her her introduction no i just liked how she came out and she's herself you know right away you can see Mm -hmm. that she's going to fit in and also you know make some waves which is what we all hell (laughs) yeah (laughs) hell yeah i can't wait till um her and giselle get into it and Mm -hmm. um And she takes it all in stride, even with the shade with Wendy, like she didn't fire back. She just kind of took it and dished it, you know, but she wasn't ugly. She wasn't petty about it. Mm -hmm. Although I am concerned. Doesn't she like stick up for Giselle at the end of this episode a little bit? (laughs) Yeah, right. Because she says, I see she has a lot of love in her heart. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll see how long that lasts. Right. Yeah. Um, So now we get into it, guys. The dinner. Thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. (laughs) I'm going to start using that. I'm going to start using the line. You have a fiery box. Next yes. time somebody <laughs> up makes me mad or pisses me off. Like you and your so hot box, fiery box. Get out of here. I mean, that, that whole Peter Piper picked up pickle. <laughs> that's what I saw. I was like my hot box, my wet box, my wet box. But I loved the whole thing. I want that. It was like watching a tennis match and I'm just like stuffing popcorn in my face, like bouncing left to right, left to right. Like what? <laughs> Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I was dying. And this all happens because Giselle swears she. Ha- what do you guys think? Does she really have that much dirt on? Well, on they made Karen? it seem Candace and Giselle made it seem like they all know something, you know, like it, like there's stuff that's like common knowledge that they're all like, you know, keep down. Does this go know? back to the blue eyed boyfriend, the driver? Remember that whole thing? Probably that Maybe. or like, remember when they were in the basement, when they went on the retreat and that like, Karen got drunk on fireball or whatever. And oh, yeah. he mm-hmm. started giving more details about her like sex life or herself. And like, they were all like, Ooh, like she said some things last night that were, you know, out of character for her. So maybe something like that. Possibly. And I think that's when I started to research the age differences. Cause I was like, let me see how old Ray is, you know, cause he's, he's a man of a particular age at this point. And remember Erica Jane told us like (laughs) they didn't have sex, but I think, she said twice a week. Yeah, something like right? a low number. Yeah, a low number. And so if Ray is of a particular age and Karen is 57 and maybe she 
you know, ha- keeps the company <laughs> of, of people. I don't even know. I don't want to say that about the grand job, but I, I can't be mad at it is what I'm saying. Like maybe they have an understanding. Maybe, um, he doesn't ever seem to not be on board. He was like trying to look at Wendy on the phone. Like, I know. Like, <laughs> like, like, the moment. Let me see Hold that on. again. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I thought that was sweet. Um, but I did think Karen and it's playing in my background. That's why I'm stuttering a little bit. Cause I'm reading the subtitles. Karen seems to um, really pivot quickly. Right. And I was like, why are you so mad? It made, it almost made me feel like she was trying to talk louder and yep. more than Giselle to like, shut her up. You know, she's like, right. no, no, no. You know, when someone gets nervous, you're going to like out them or say something. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I thought. So now I'm kind of like, Ooh, what is, messy Giselle have on Karen, which I'm sure she'll let us know, mm-hmm. but I'm concerned. Um, and I hope, I hope it's nothing serious. Right. Cause I feel like, well, which that's actually something I tweeted. Why the hell is Giselle mad at her? Uh, Monique was on the binder. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why she's the one that talks about everybody and everybody, everybody family. all the time, all the time. She's always bringing up. I mean, she started last season with word on the street is Monique right. is pregnant by someone else. Like she always has yep, something to the say. trainer. Yes. Yeah. So, so now she wants to be mad. So right? like, no. And then she's talking about Karen. She's talking about Ray, Ray singing. And, and like, those are, you know, you want to talk about you get mad, but then you're talking about somebody's family right there. That's, you know, they have kids, Ray and Karen. So it's like, 100%. you know, also, the only your, person your that did you wrong was Jamal. <laughs> Right. Let's be, real. Let's be real. It's not on Karen, whether she's being, you know, petty or shady or not. Like your man did this to you. <laughs> like, yeah, through on all him. accounts, no matter how we look at it, it, it's it's her own fault. You know, if we look at it through the eyes of the messiness over the years, Giselle's been number one to talk shit about people's family. If we look at it by who released his phone number and that info shit. Well, it was her dad first, technically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Monique. And then if we really want to look at who's to blame, well, it's your own uh, ex. Did you guys see that shadiness when the producers put, no, oh, no, was it Robin? Yeah, it was Robin and Juan that said Robin's ex husband slash fiance. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was laughing at how they put like Giselle's West Wing of her home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So it reminded me because I was thinking they're going to put Jamal like ex ex baby daddy, former boyfriend. You know, they're so petty with the titles. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't understand why she's coming for Karen so hard. Because she then can't when- go after Monique now. Monique is gone. So she's right. got to reignite her fuel with Karen because they, you know, they got to keep it, you know, interesting. Right, right. And I think that was, well, the only other thing I wanted to say for my part anyways was, <laughs> I love this titty cake. I mean, it was perfection. <laughs> and the titty the kids, cupcakes. They cupcakes. <laughs> and they're like, we raised you right because they didn't know. <laughs> I thought that was actually something so funny that Latino that fams would do. And then yes. they would like replay this when the kids are 15. <laughs> oh my God. To really embarrass funny. them. <laughs> Um, but I thought the construction of this cake was amazing. It was, it looked great. <laughs> I was very impressed <laughs> at the construction mm-hmm. of the cake. Any other thoughts you guys had over overall dinner? Like just free talk at this point, we covered all the main points. I really just wonder if she, Wendy rambled that long or the producers just, Oh yeah. It seem. 
it was that long. Land I thought the about plane, that Wendy. Land oh, the plane. Oh my goodness. Land she talks plane. so much. I love that scene of Giselle. That was fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, it was. That, that was, was so funny. And she looks good in blue. Devil with the blue dress on, right? That's true. She did look good. Um, I think she did go on that long. We have some long-winded housewives. Jury, right? Oh, bless her. And oh well, I'll put this up as a poll. But um, best dress. What did you all think of the nude interlude? Let me think. I kind of need to see them all side by side. I think again. Um, I like I'm not Mia. a fan of I like Giselle's Mia's outfit. outfit. I'll tell you that. I like, no, Giselle looked like a piece of poop. <laughs> yes, um, it was soggy. And I liked brown. <laughs> yeah, I liked Mia's outfit. She just the sparkly. Oh, she did. And yes. oh, just it was Karen with her ball cozy. gown. I know yeah. the grand dame with the entrance. I did yeah. love Mia's and I liked uh, Wendy's very like sexy chic. Yeah, the she dress. Great. Yeah. Um, she looked good. And where do we, we leave off on the hot box and the wop box? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you're in sing sing or whatever. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> you said on watch what happens live that, that she just threw that out there to bring some humor. Or something oh, yeah. that, she that she didn't even know what it what it meant or something. That's what Karen said because I watched Watch What Happens Live after the. She episode. looked beautiful on Watch What Happens Live too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was laughing because what the I think the best insult which had the most laugh was you're a broke ho- a what a broke hoe yeah. from, Hampton, Hampton, from University. Hampton University. <laughs> oh, that was great. I oh, I God. literally like like boxed. I was like ah. Like when I heard that, oh my god, I was laughing. I'm like, wait a minute, did a Giselle go to Hampton University? That's what yeah, I wanted to know. <laughs> I don't. Did she know. actually go there? And it's like a running joke, you know. Right. Sorry to people who you know went there. I'm sure it's fine. Because <laughs> I'm assuming that's why she said that. But I'm like, wait, did, is that where Giselle went to school? I should probably Google that. Like in my head, I was thinking that is that, right. is that what she meant by that? Because I wasn't sure. Oh my god, that was so funny. I was <sighs> dying. Um. <laughs> That was so funny. <laughs> and and then now the question on Twitter, um, all the work that Mia's had done, I was listening to um, one of the other podcasts and they were like, what does she mean she had four breasts? I'm like, I think she meant two augmentations, I'm assuming. I have four boobs. <laughs> <laughs> or four boob jobs or something. That's what I thought it was. That's uh, what I took it at. That's what I took it at. Well, she had four boobs, not four. Actual. actual. <laughs> yeah, four boob jobs. But it looks it looks like it's it's coming up to be a good season. And um, I was just concerned, though, with that Mia part at the end where I mean, Karen's your friend. She's the one that brought you here. And so she I don't know. She was just trying to diffuse the situation. And, um, you know, she just said, I see that Giselle has a loving heart or maybe she's being shady. We don't know yet. Maybe, I didn't hear the right? end of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think she's being shady. I hope so right (laughs) here's hoping but i love that they got into like this this uh heated match it right in the beginning and robin keeps on eating which i loved (laughs) (laughs) that is me (laughs) right (laughs) the chef like coming in this is the second time roni had it out the poor waitress (laughs) the poor people like they have to be around them i love it like uh would you guys like to hear the specials now And so we see the chef lingering and, and trying to like, I want to show where it's just like listening to the chefs and the caterers listening to the housewives. Yes. 
You know, they all do. And they talk about it, you know, on their own. <laughs> yes. Time. I want to listen to that mm-hmm. podcast. Where are they? Um, and I think that's it, right? That's where we wrap up. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah. think. That's yeah, because it was to be, it was another to be. Yeah, continued. oh yeah, to be continued. So what are your thoughts exiting out this first episode? What do you guys feel um, for the season? I think it's going to be good. I think, it's, you know, I can't wait to see, you know, what comes next. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, what develops. I'm, I want to see more of Mia. I want to see her house. Well, she said she lives in the inner harbor in Baltimore because when she said the harbor like they wanted to know well, which one because yeah, it was right. the National, National Harbor, harbor or... and then it was the, the oh inner I thought harbor it was National Harbor it's not no she said she said Baltimore she okay Baltimore inner harbor which is you know very nice and you know uh trendy and you know they have a lot of penthouses and hotels and restaurants and like you know Michael Phelps used to live at the inner harbor oh you know, the Olympian yeah um you know, it's really nice down there. Um, so that's where she said that she lived. So again, oh. not, not Potomac, but Baltimore. <laughs> right, right. So she's closer. Is she closer to Wendy's side then? Or are they still distant from each other? Oh, yeah. I mean, Wendy lives, like I said, almost in the Pennsylvania state line. Okay, okay. So she's the, fir- the furthest one. I would say that Mia and probably Robin are closer to each other. And then, you know, then it's Bethesda and then Arlington closer to DC. Okay. So we'll, we'll still have some um, travel <laughs> involved with, yeah. for the ladies. In the season. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we have a new housewife also another one, which I, I don't know if she's friend of or part-time. Um, I posted yes. Instagram stories. She's yes. going to debut episode three, I believe. And she yes, was the first three. Ethiopian Yay. Housewife. That's good representation too for the Yeah. Area. Absolutely. DC is very Ethiopian. Yep. There's a lot. There's a huge Ethiopian community in DC. Yes. That was the very first time I ever had Ethiopian food and it was delicious. I felt it's like so it good. tasted very Latin um, to me. Did you guys feel that or were Yeah, I no, definitely feel like I there are. Like <laughs> oh, no. I think there are similarities in certain things. But it's, yeah, there I were like similarities. It. It's the lentils. Maybe the lentils or something. Yeah, I, I had I a potato like dish. And so that's easier to to be compatible with. I thought the, it was a potato dish. And and then the doughy thing, I was like, oh, like a tortilla, but doughy. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So good. Um, yeah, it was really good where, where they took me. But um, I'm excited to see the first Ethiopian housewife. And I'm concerned because I don't know. And, you know, produce product production is shady maybe they did this on purpose um oh and i was so mad i didn't know about this tea time party i swear if i would have known i would have like launched a protest to get y'all to go <laughs> to i didn't know tickets. about it either and just saw it <laughs> like an i saw it posted like the yeah like the day before or something i know i wish i would have known because um, then i would have like yeah. emailed everyone and been like yeah. you are gonna give me two tickets for these latinas um yeah. next time but next time they when they were were looking at all the photos you know we saw a divide and so on the one platform um you know i can't remember i can't think of her name right now is it i don't want to butcher her name askiel maybe she's the ethiopian housewife and it's her candace and the green-eyed bandits and the other platform is my housewife uh, show (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) 
our, our housewives. <laughs> so yeah. I'm wondering if that's on purpose or just the way it worked out. I'm very curious that the new housewife would end up aligned uh, with Candace and the Green Eyed Bandits only because I would have thought she and um, Wendy would have been like their own allyship since Wendy's a new housewife and also the first Nigerian housewife. Well, we also, I don't know. I don't also know the political history, though, between Ethiopia and Nigeria. Oh, I do not. Tell us. You tell know, us. I don't. I know. I don't. I don't know it either. But what I'm saying is that. Oh, there might be. You know, because there is sometimes political. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's why they're not automatically like, you know, aligned, you know, right away. Or maybe can maybe that's Candace's friend. And that's why she brought right. her. And maybe that's why she was with Candace or, you know. I mean, it's like, so I don't know, maybe that's why. Maybe there's like, there's history there or, or maybe not. Maybe or maybe the platform just needed a number Yeah, that's what I mean. Because <laughs> yeah, I, like I, I like to gamble that these producers do it on purpose to make us question. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Every, everything has for a sure. purpose. Yeah, everything. They know we're looking. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yes. Everyone is dissecting. Mm-hmm. And then um, FYI, I haven't posted on the IG stories. I'm going to do it in a minute. So you guys get to hear this first. But I was reading on the... I don't know if y'all followed Dallas, but there mm-hmm. apparently, you know, I, I had posted the two new housewives that are the strong contenders that all the sleuths feel are the next two. But the third one was kind of rumbling in the Twitter sphere today. She will be the first black housewife on Dallas. Ooh. Oh. So I was ready to quit the show. I might have to come back <laughs> to support. Yes. Well, now, why, let's get like a real Mexican housewife. Tell me about too. it. Yeah. Tell me about I, it. That's what I want. For Tell Dallas. me about it. I'm I'm I uh, man, I've gone on so many times about it. I won't I won't bore listeners by ranting again. But yeah, know, I've been highly disappointed. And it's hurtful. It hurts me too. It's like Texas. this is Texas. And it just feeds into stereotypes because the people we all know, the people that watch like certain franchises, yep. you know, are like white women, you know, like middle right. class, like white women. Um, right. And so for them, it's just perpetuating everything they already know and expect from Latinas, you know, or like yep. Latinx people in general, you know. So, Absolutely. And historically, I'm really just concerned, like, Texas is an ancestral home to Mexicans and native people. Um, But going back to Potomac. So any last thoughts, ladies, as we head out, we've hit the hour mark now. Uh, Final thoughts. Um, The recap, I just wanted, I forgot to mention, because we were talking about um, like mental health and Mm -hmm. women supporting women, you know, et cetera. I, I jumped out at me how Candace, you know, we were feeling kind of happy about her showing a more tender, nice side, but she seemingly fat shames Ashley. And that really bothered me. Like I didn't, hadn't oh, I noticed that, that before, but she says they're arguing about something at a dinner table. And she turns to Ashley and she said, you, you walked your wide bodied ass in here or something like that. Oh, something wide body. No, yeah. I and I heard that. that stood out to me this time, like in the recap at the beginning of the episode, I meant to say something. And that bothered me so much because First of all, don't comment on people's body shapes. Number two, she's clearly either pregnant at that time, you know, about to have a baby or she's postpartum um, where you're like very sensitive and you're recovering from like a major, you know, life and organ shifting event. Um, So for her to use that in an argument, just right back to old Candace, like nothing's changed. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> messy Candace. And I got to give Ashley a lot of credit. She's one of the ones that really puts it all out there. When she told us last year that she had a, a rip in her anus, like these are very <laughs> real things of, of pregnancy. They are. <laughs> I'm so like, I applaud her. I applaud her. You can her. say a lot of things about her, but you can't say that she isn't real. You know, a hundred, at least one hundred. Exactly. And mm-hmm. so I applaud her because then it puts her in the line of fire like this when when Candace uses it as ammunition, right? Like going after her body and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, messy Candace, messy Candace mm. shows up. And was she messy in this? No, because she missed the dinner. That's right. <laughs> she apparently had diarrhea. I don't know. Like, I feel <laughs> like that was fake. She just like played it up for the cameras to avoid it. I honestly think she just didn't want to go that far. She didn't want to drive. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. <laughs> I don't even think it was about Karen. I think she just didn't want to go. Sara, any final thoughts? Um, no, just, you know, just see how it goes. I mean, the, I thought the ending was the best part. Like the last 10 minutes. Like they always do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, they always do. I thought the last 10 minutes were really good. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to next week. But I just love my favorite. Uh, like I said, was I loved how they show how Wendy lives so far away because I said that last week. I was like, <laughs> yes, guys, you did. <laughs> she lives so far away. I mean, it's not even past. It's past Baltimore. You know. <laughs> yes, you did. I totally was thinking of this of that conversation when I was watching it. I'm like, oh, there's the map. And I think for me, I just love all the play on words. That ending also was my favorite. The hot box and the WAP and the drive box and your ding dong and a ding dong and other. Oh, my God. I I died. I love it. I love it. And the fact that they did that on the fly. I I just fucking love them. (laughs) Oh, good. It's so funny. It never gets old. Like the feud between Giselle and Karen. Never, never messy. I I can't imagine. I don't know if you guys watch Little Women, but they remind me of the feud with like Miss Minnie who passed away and and Miss Juicy. Like those two feuded for like six seasons straight. Um, And so I just kind of love this feud with them. And I think Karen like really genuinely loves Giselle. Uh, like a young sister or something, but yeah, she's got to keep sisterly. her. Yes, but she's got to keep her in check because she also knows Giselle is messy and will come for all your shit if you let her in too close. I think. Well, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. The whole theme of Wendy, the, the voiceover of her is like, you never know what's going to happen. You can never trust anyone. Right. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> keep your enemies close, you know, or your friends close. Your enemies closer. It was very. Um, oh yeah, who do we think's the one that betrays her? Right? Because she says she's betrayed. Giselle. Yeah, it has to oh, be. Oh, oh, I didn't even the think Eddie they were rumors. friends. Oh, that's the right. Eddie you're rumors. right. You're right. You're right. I didn't even know they were that close. That's why I didn't think it was her. Oh, okay. 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 That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. That's part of, right? Like, right. Her voiceover is like, you expect the unexpected, whatever. So <laughs> you have to watch this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. I was so excited. I think everybody we were talking about it for like two straight days on social media. Right. It felt like everybody kept talking about Mm -hmm. it. Potomac is back, baby. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. Um, You guys listening. Keep it right here with us. We are going to go on this journey of Potomac. The best show. If you guys haven't watched, y'all need to binge watch on the weekend and then meet us (laughs) for the next recap. (laughs) I promise it's worth it. And to anyone else listening, we'll be back with you guys next week. Keep it right here. Latinas watching Bravo. Bye.